live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo. Oh, he's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and someone on the show that finally laced up his boots, clicked his spurs, and a romp through Red Dead Redemption 2. Me. J- James? Yeah. You ever wore cowboy boots before? No, I haven't. They don't have laces. Oh, they don't? No, they don't. Listen, you live your you live your virtual <laughs> cowboy dreams. Don't let him well, stop Well, my you. cowboy boots have laces, Robbie Landis. <laughs> they, no, they don't. You're going to tell could. me I didn't put on my own cowboy boots? Don't tell me how to wear my cowboy boots, Robbie Landis. I'm going to enjoy Red Dead Redemption 2, however I feel okay. like enjoying it. Tell him, James. All right. We've seen some big announcements from both Microsoft and Sony over the past few weeks. We're going to review and give you a rundown of what we've seen so far from both the next-gen Xbox and PS5 in just a bit. Because first, one of the biggest names in gaming is possibly making the jump to Hollywood. What's next for Ninja is where we're going to start. Ninja's been no stranger to gaming headlines in recent months, from passing on a huge paycheck to stream exclusively for Facebook gaming, all the way to debuting a stream on YouTube gaming to a massive audience, all on top of getting tangled up in a bit of a Twitter feud with his wife (laughs) and some other well-known streamers. Now, Ninja is making headlines yet again. Robbie, is Ninja soon to be starring in future Hollywood action blockbusters? Oh, I don't know that uh, I would uh, uh, go quite that far yet. But the Hollywood Reporter did break a story that superstar gamer Tyler Ninja Blevins does have his sights so in Hollywood now, apparently this all started with recently on stream, he endorsed uh, Universal's newest movie, 1917, uh, the, the British war epic uh, uh, that's out. And, and, and on his stream, he stated, the imagery, dude, this is hands down the greatest picture movie ever, which... <laughs> I don't know. If I'm gonna, I mean, Quentin Tarantino or somebody might have something to say about oh, that. But, like, the, the, did you the, not see this coming? Was this not the eventual, like, evolution of who Ninja uh, Blood I I mean... I guess looking at Ninja himself, sure. I guess I'm not that surprised, right? Uh, but personally, knowing that you know some executives got a hold of him, like, hey, you know, talk about our movie on stream. Like, I, I don't know how fans are not more upset about that. Like, like doesn't that take into question like your authenticity? Maybe I mean, does, does how that, is, that, is that what Ninja's known for? Like, when you think of Ninja, James, yes. Is authenticity a word? That no, I'm comes thinking of somebody okay. who dominates in Fortnite. That's what I'm That's saying. Okay, all I think but, of what I think but of still, we should still trust the people that we're getting. How is this any different than the whole GamerGate boom that happened a few years ago with journalists being, you know, more truthful in what it is that they're reporting? That's fair. I, all, all I'm saying is, like, listen. Ninja is, like, on the outside bounds of an authority figure. Like, somebody that people need to be coming to and getting news from. This would be the same as if, like, I had to take very seriously something Ice Cube was tweeting. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't it's, it's matter. not going to be the exact it doesn't same exact. Ma- Okay, it doesn't matter if we should be or not. People are. It's the same reason that, you know, in, in weeks past, we've been lambasting Joe Rogan for the stupid stuff that he says on his show. But, anyway, to your point about him going to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, that that is apparently where he says it has his eyes set. Now he has done a cameo in movies before, although the movie isn't out yet; it's been delayed. Ryan Reynolds' uh, Free Guy movie, which was supposed to come out a few months ago, where Reynolds plays a nine-player character who gains his own free will within a game. 
makes sense that someone like Ninja, among other streamers, have cameos in it. Now, is he playing himself as a cameo? Uh, we're not sure. Uh, okay. He's also, though, been on Jimmy Fallon. He was in, uh, in the NFL 100-year anniversary commercial. Uh, and he tried to a few years ago in uh, Times Square during New Year's Eve to get everyone to do the floss dance, to which... No one did. Cringe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that at all, James? I do not. It no, was. I didn't it was realize bad. he was there on New Year's Eve. It was bad. Uh, I, I think that he'd probably like to forget that as well. I but bet. anyway, yeah, he's looking to break into Hollywood. He has stated movies, voice acting, cartoons. I'm looking at everything. And while this may be the logical conclusion of his, uh, you know, recent trajectory, do you think that he's going to land? No, I think that this is like he's hitting every branch on the way down. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm serious, though. No, like, no I, I actually agree with you. If, when this doesn't work, the next step is going to have to come yes. in, and the next step is going to well, have to come in. I, I've, I've said on the show before that he's he's peaked, right? Like, his his peak on Twitch, that was as big as he's going to yes, be. At ever. this point, he's only riding on his name. People know who Ninja is because of how big he was. But since leaving Mixer, right, whether or not that was his fault or not, Mixer, are failing to me that's a fail on him as well and you know he's apparently going into to, to valorant next or maybe you know that's what he said yeah or, or what people are thinking but personally streaming on twitch well that does take you know a certain personality uh, absolutely a certain energy it is performing it's not acting and i'm sorry outside of Fortnite, ninja does not have talent. Yeah, I think I think that like this is another thing of he knows producers and he knows people and he know you know what I mean. Like he's been in those circles and he's now trying to make those calls. The same with the logic leap that we saw. People last don't week. want Ninja; yes. they want Ninja's following. Correct. So it's like they're just he's making calls and they go, "Okay, I'll take a call from Ninja." He still has how many followers? Cool. Yeah, nothing is based on his talent whatsoever because no. you haven't seen him do anything other than be himself. He can be himself on stream <laughs> exactly. or whatever. Exactly. That's cool. But can you play a character? Can you play a character from that 1917 British war epic? No. Can you be one of those guys? Can you be a soldier? Are you going to pull your own tooth out? You know? I don't know <laughs> that you're going to do all those He's things. He's no Andrew Garfield. Exactly. So I don't know that he can make it as an actor. Like, I... Maybe some sort of a host. I could see him hosting mm-hmm. some things. See, or- oh, see, I always thought like this a- would be the greatest idea. If he would have done what, like, Late Night does on TV, mm-hmm. but do it on stream. Because, look, if Ninja gives you a call, I don't care who you are. He's the Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy yes. Fallon's not really funny. Jimmy Fallon hangs out with people that are super uh, interesting and everything. I think like Fallon's kind of funny. I think funny. that's, yeah, I find Jimmy Fallon right. kind of funny. But who's going to write if so if... That, yeah, like, the entire everything. Who's going to put it together? Like, Jimmy Fallon gets by no on one's a putting, large production yes, machine. Yes, no one's putting Jimmy Fallon or Ninja next to Brad Pitt or Denzel Washington. More headlines with Ninja involving possibly getting one of his own teammates fired. He could possibly be losing his reputation of being the good guy of gaming. We'll talk about that in just a second because first, it's time for this. Time is up! Oh my god! Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. This week's close shave comes to us from the grand finals of the Summer Cup 2020 Valorant Tournament over the weekend where TSM took on the Sentinels for the crown. With the overall series 1-2 in favor of the Sentinels, they look to close out the final round in a dominating fashion, shutting the door on a closely trailing TSM team that were looking for another major tournament win after being on fire earlier this year. Find one or two kills on the entry and Wardell can play a 1v2 from offside. He wins those. But it's got to be huge. No, oh, that's not no. it. That's not he's what just you want to be. That could be the tournament. This could be all it. Ordell, he has to come up big. He's not able to make these shots, and that's going to be it. Sentinels are going to be your 30 Bomb GG champions. 13 to 10, right down to the wire. Congrats to the Sentinels on pulling out the win and claiming the tournament victory. There's your close shave of the week. Remember, 
If you ever miss a close shave of the week, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We are just talking about the news that Ninja is possibly planning to make the leap from streaming all the way to Hollywood. Well, during a recent stream, Ninja made some comments that may have gotten a teammate fired. Weird, weird. Is Ninja losing his rep as the good guy at gaming? I am. I don't know if he was ever truly a good guy to begin with now. Like, this is making me go <laughs> back. Question his character? Yeah, like, so, I mean, it's been known in the community for quite a while now that Ninja's a little bit of a crybaby. Like, he, he's a... He's a he's a gentle soul, as like my mom would say it about somebody. Mm. He he does not take criticism well. He doesn't, you know. We've talked about that. I I still remember the time that he was streaming. I think it was Tim the Tapman, and Tim the Tapman didn't do what he wanted to do. And for the entire stream, like four or five games later, he was still complaining and yelling about for it. what he did. Yeah, yeah. And so now we have uh, footage from Ninja streaming actually over the weekend here uh, as part of the 100 Lifted team. That's like the team that he's competing with in Valorant tournaments. Okay. Uh, they went. 0-4 at the PAX Arena Invitational. So they're not doing too well right now. <laughs> um, and while they're streaming competitive games over the weekend, late at night, this is an argument that broke out between Ninja and one of his teammates, T1's Sunny. I'm literally, I'm f***ing again. What? Yo, like, like, do you know how to play Yo, the game, Sony? My bad, dude. Shut up. Bitch, I literally just out-bracked you, you, you know, last three you know? games. I literally just out-bracked you last three games. What do you mean, how, do so, I know how to play you, the game? You, you, dude, you're seriously the f***ing stupidest person on the goddamn planet, Sony. I'm not here even we go, dude. Here I'm we serious, go. I'm serious, man. I'm actually f***ing. I'm not even kidding, dude. It's actually out of this. Stop bringing your f***ing friends. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Your is still alive. Wait you until know why it's a f***ing Because you're f***ing bitch. In my ear, oh my like, god! Yeah, like wow. this is this is publicly broadcasted things that anybody is. <laughs> and able you're to- just shouting down your teammate? Hey man, he outfragged him. The worst part. Oh, though. and by the way, had it been reversed, had it been reversed, if somebody was trying to call Ninja out for not playing well, and Ninja was ahead in kills, one hundred and ten percent would would bet my entire life on it. He'd point that out. The the thing that's Ooh. even worse though is that after this conversation, Ninja kicked him off the team. Like they what? literally, they've been having issues. They wouldn't practice oh. together. They weren't like they'd only show up to tournaments because together. Ninja's so toxic. And like it was bad because the sunny guy that got kicked off, he essentially went to his teammates and he was like, "Listen, I know Ninja brings in more like viewers and opportunities to get invited to tournaments and to do things like that. You guys are going to do better with him. I understand if you side. with Well, him. hold on, hold on." Do better in in what context? As in more people will watch you? Yes. Sure. Win more matches? Like I said, they went 0-4 at the PAX Arena Invitational. They weren't like a super group that was positioned to win everything anyways. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is just Ninja. You know how like when bad leaders get pushed into a corner and they start like everybody else is the problem? Yeah. I, I feel like that's what this is. They're not winning. Ninja's not good enough. Oh, and- Ninja absolutely strikes me as everyone else is the problem. I am the golden king of Twitch and gaming Ninja. I can do no wrong. James, from listening to that conversation... Duh, who's the who's the winner, and uh, is there anybody the winner out of that? Oh man, I don't know if there's very many winners out of the whole conversation as a whole, but definitely 
Ninja is looking like the loser. Like he's definitely, I love the cry baby sound effect that somebody <laughs> was playing over the background. I don't know if that was done in post or if that's something that was live that was on his, the stream. That was his other teammate. There was another teammate Okay, so that. see, everybody knows. Yeah, they know. Like, so the, you know what the, the most. teammates think he's kind of a baby. The most telling point of that was, was the one guy who goes, okay, here we go. Like it's happening again. Mom and dad are fighting again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, another gaming inspired anime was announced to be in the works. We'll let you know which game franchise is getting the anime treatment in just a bit. Because ahead next, there have been some big announcements from both Microsoft and Sony over the past weeks about their next-gen consoles. Now, if you missed any of them, don't worry. We'll have a complete breakdown about everything we've seen so far next on Checkpoint XP. Stop blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness around you! No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're listening to me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard and Checkpoint XP's very own Overwatch expert, Robbie Landis. What's going on in the world of uh, Overwatch, oh, Robbie? Man, there is always stuff going on in Overwatch. First of all, we're nearing the end of the regular season, about to go into the postseason. Countdown Cup happens this weekend, but we've also had a few more... Uh, few more pros uh, uh, retire and go into the Valorant scene. Uh, one of my oh, favorites, really? Rockus from the Houston Outlaws, uh, is moving on towards the Valorant scene as well. The uh, Dallas Fuel have also lost one of their players. We don't know that he's going to Valorant, but the, reason, to Valorant. the reason they let him go is because he refused to practice because he was playing Valorant all the time. Oh, so I think it's safe to say he's probably, he's probably going, going to, to Valorant. Valorant. Yeah, surprising. Over the past few weeks, we've seen some big announcements from both Microsoft and Sony for their next-gen consoles. There's a lot to keep track of between different consoles, games, and everything else. But if you missed any of it, don't worry. We're going to review and give you a rundown of what we've seen so far from both the next-gen Xbox and the PS5. Robbie, you want to get things started uh, talking with the PS5? That's right. So the PlayStation 5, which as far as any console wars are concerned, is definitely ahead of the pack here. Uh, I think the biggest thing for them that most people are tuned into is the games, right? That's, in my opinion, that's what gets you to buy machines is what games can you play. And so does it the best because you can only play their games there. Uh, some of the ones to keep an eye out for, Horizon Forbidden West, follow-up to the 2017 hit Horizon Zero Dawn, big favorite of mine. Uh, we have the Miles Morales-led Spider-Man that's coming out. Uh, Demon Souls is getting a full top-to-bottom remake. And as for a few honorable mentions, uh, from the makers of Borderlands, you have a game coming out called Godfall. And uh, Bethesda, the makers of Fallout, have two games coming out for it, Deathloop and Ghostwire. Now, before anything else, just hearing this list already gives me energy. <laughs> like he's he's yeah, charging it is. up. It is. I, it's it's like you don't have to tell me anything else. You can just put those words on paper, and I'm already. They like, all sound cool, yes, man. Yes. Now, the one downside, at least right now, is that we don't have, none of these have been confirmed as launch titles. So we don't know that we're going to have these this year. You know, whenever it is, we that's just the know PlayStation that they're going to be out. available at some point in right. time. Right, they are coming down to the line. Uh, another big thing with the PlayStation uh, is backwards compatibility has been confirmed. Now, the one downside here is that Sony has said that the top 100 most played PS4 games ranked by playtime are going to be backwards compatible. Sounds like a lot. That sounds great. But when you're talking about playtime, things with multiplayers yeah. are going to be skewed a bit higher than a game like God of War 4. And the actual catalog for PlayStation 4 is 4,000 games deep. Now, wow. the other thing, too, with that is, like, backwards compatibility is cool, but if I lost my old disc, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to buy it again. Yep. This is a whole nother bill Which, that I get to look, look at. Look, we've all been doing forever anyway. Uh, the only downside to me uh, when it comes to sort of the PS4 over, sorry, the PS5 overall is they have said that the PS4 VR will be compatible with the PlayStation 5. But as of now, they don't have any concrete plans going forward or set in stone in relation to PlayStation 5 and VR. Which what that means is if you already have a PS4 VR, you can use it on your PlayStation 5. But we shouldn't be looking to get like a new version, like a slimmer version or, you know, a more high tech version of the VR, at least within probably the first years of the console's life cycle. As for what we don't know just yet, we still have a specific launch date beyond holiday season, nor do we have a confirmed price point. But the rumors are that it will probably be somewhere between five and six hundred dollars for a PlayStation 5. Six hundred bucks. I I don't think that's that bad. Like when you see the price of an iPhone going up year over year over year. Yeah, I mean, what iPhones are like fifteen hundred dollars now. My iPhone's only like thirty dollars a month for two <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. I my phone bill. Add that up. <laughs> I, I would expect the PlayStation to have risen at the same. You know what I mean? Like the same rate where they're adding at least a hundred to two hundred dollars mm-hmm. every single time. The fact that it stayed as low as it has for so Crazy. long is honestly. A miracle. I the, is there anything that you're hoping to find out on the state uh, state of the state address that they're essentially giving uh, state this of play? Yeah. <laughs> state of state address. Uh, we need to know what titles are going to be available day one. Mm-hmm. Like not even just because obviously you know stuff like like okay Cyberpunk 2077 is a launch title, but it's also a PS4 title. Yeah, right? you're not you're not losing any sleep over it. You already have me in the door. I'm buying a PlayStation over an Xbox, but why should I buy a PlayStation day one? That's what it needs to answer. James, for you, what do they have to answer? For me to buy a PlayStation like, on is there day any, one? Is there anything that's currently like still unknown about the PlayStation that you just need to, like, it would tip the balance in its favor? Not really, you know. I'm just I'm taking the information as it comes to me. Uh, I'm I'm more excited about the the PlayStation Five than I am the new Xbox, simply because it seems like there's going to be more to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get into some of the Xbox stuff coming up in just a second. But I don't know that there's anything necessarily that's going to say, James you got to spend your money on this system like right now, this instant, the second it's available. The only thing that I'm still missing from the whole Sony puzzle is how long are they looking at, re- at like releasing that clip of new games, right? Are they just going to dump a whole bunch at the beginning and then wait well, another I year think or that, two? Well, I think that that's going to be on a publisher-by-publisher publisher basis, I'm sure. Yeah, but they part of their job is to, to structure it, right? Like they want to be able to know you're leading into the new life cycle with not just a few games like that. When the Switch first launched, the Switch launched with a bang with a couple of games and then you had to wait for new games coming out. I just want to know like if I pick it up, I'm going to be making purchases month after month after month after month because we got new games to play. We'll see. So that's what we've seen and know about the PS5. We're going to talk about the Xbox Series X and what we've seen from Microsoft in just a moment because now it's time for... From the high highs An absolute monster To the low lows Who nailed it and who failed it On Checkpoint XP Radio History has been made in the Fortnite Champion Series As Moki ZK took first place in the European FNCS qualifiers At just 14 years old, this makes her the first female player to win an FCNS event. Congrats to Moki ZK on her win. She'll now go on to compete in the FNCS season finals. Be sure to stick around and find out who failed it during our conclusion of this week's Nailed It and Failed It happening in the next hour. Don't forget, if you ever missed a Nailed It and Failed It, you can find them posted over at Checkpoint XP. 
checkpointxp.com. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at checkpointxp.com. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're just breaking down what we've seen so far from Sony in regards to the PS5 and some of the new games that are on the way. But now it's time to bring you up to date with what Microsoft has shown us. Robbie, what do we know so far about the Xbox Series X? So the Series X biggest draw has always been its claim that it is the most powerful console ever. But if you're like me, what exactly does that mean when they tell you that it has one terabyte solid state drive, 12 teraflops, expandable storage, an eight core GPU running 3.8 gigahertz? Yeah, I don't know what any of that means either, okay. except the bottom line is it's, it's fast. This is a fast machine. Like, loading screens are now a thing of the past. Very nice. But uh, the problem is is that the PlayStation is also sort of at that place. Now, is technically the Series X stronger? Yeah, sure. But it's so, I don't know, to me, like, the difference between them is 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 so small that I don't know that you as a person is going to notice. The only people that care about, you know, all this technical stuff are the, the kind of guys who have to have, like, the biggest, loudest truck, right? Teraflop fanboys. <laughs> exactly. Teraflop fanboys. But you're describing this the same way that you describe a PC, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you were to tell me, hey, Weird Beard, I got a new gaming PC, I'd be like, oh, tell me about it. You'd be like, oh, I got a one terabyte solid state well, yeah, drive. Whatever. I got teraflops, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. Like, it, they're no longer describing a game console. Like, hey, here's awesome cool games you can play, and here's what it looks like. When I bought a Sega Genesis, well, the other thing, I didn't know what was inside Well, and the other it. thing to keep in mind, too, is that most game developers are developing for both the PlayStation and the Xbox simultaneously. Yes. So no one is going to develop a game that's so bleeding edge that only the Xbox is going to be able to handle it. And in fact, you're probably if you're developing for the Xbox, you're also developing for the PC as well. Yeah. Do you think Xbox is trying to pull more people that are strictly just PC gamers to maybe come on in the I, Xbox console look, world? I, I don't know what Xbox is doing in relation to the consoles. All I know is that what they are doing is great for the consumer because you don't actually have to buy the console to enjoy some of their games, which actually brings us to some of the features that the Xbox Series X will have that they haven't talked about having anything like for the PlayStation. First of which is something called Quick Resume. This is the ability to suspend any game, multiple games at a time. Nice. Go back to like the main menu, start playing another game, and then be able to jump back in. So let's say, you know, you're playing a game with your fiance, right? The two yeah. of you are really into it, but she's like, oh, you know, I have work in the morning, I have to go to bed. Stop it right there. Don't have to find a save point. Just stop the game, start up Call of Duty, and the next day when she's ready to play with you again, you can go right back into it and jump right back into where you wow. were. This is like, like when you, come true. you used to do this without memory cards where you just leave the system on for like four days exactly. or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. And run a mom and dad's electric <laughs> yep. They also have something called smart delivery, which again, this is extremely consumer friendly. If you buy a game, whether it's for the Xbox One, the Series X, or Windows... You can play that game on all those platforms. You don't have to buy oh, wow. it a second time. It's like three games for one. Exactly. This also, what's cool about this, what they're encouraging people, which again is weird from a business standpoint, but great for consumers, is you don't have to buy a Series X when it first comes out. In fact, there's there's nothing that's going to be exclusive to the Series X. Wait as long as you need to wait. Buy it when you're ready because mm. you can play the games wherever you want. Weird for a business. Great for the consumer. Weird. Is it too early to call Sony the winner of the next no, gen? No, they're absolutely the winner of the next gen. The only thing, look, what's great about Xbox, and I think where they do win, is Game Pass. Because yes. what Microsoft is allowing you to do is pay whatever amount of money you want to play, play wherever you want to play, however you want to play. Because for Game Pass, it's 10 or 15 bucks a month, and you have access to a huge library of games. Now, they're not going to be the newest, most cutting-edge games, but you're also not spending 50 to $60 on every single one of them. 
Now, what do we not know yet? And this is going to sound a lot like what we just talked about with Sony. We still don't know exactly when they're going to release it outside of holiday 2020, and we don't know what the price point is going to be. What is cool about Xbox, though, is we do know they're actually going to have two versions of the Series X. One has a disk drive, one does not, and the one that does not is probably going to run $100 cheaper as a result. Oh, so if you're uh, trying to be a little tight on cash, you don't have to... Again, for the- it, it, yeah, if you're going to play Game Pass, there's no reason for you to have you a disk drive. drive. No, ah, yeah. Very true. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next. Riot Games ends a relationship with a powerful partner due to backlash from the gaming community. We're going to give you some info on that story in just a bit, because ahead next, Netflix is teaming up with the creators of John Wick to turn a popular gaming franchise into an anime for their streaming service. Who's getting the anime treatment this time? We'll tell you next on Checkpoint XP. <laughs> Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. With continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness. Around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Robbie Landis, as well as the biggest cheater in the entire room. Weird beard. I'm going to become the Pete Rose of Checkpoint XP. I will never be allowed into the Hall of Fame because of this one incident. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, He's that's gonna be right. Banned from taking part in contests. No, when 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 he takes part now, we're going to relegate him over to a corner with like a, a, a handheld mic, so we know that he isn't looking at anything. I have to know, James. How, like like, does it hurt you to know that that he had to cheat to make sure that he could beat you because he refused to? To, to admit that you're superior to him in something? Actually, I don't know that it hurts my feelings, but it makes me feel superior, knowing that he felt the need to cheat. Okay, it's a good to way to, to look at it. Because here's the thing. We're talking like trivia knowledge in video game in the video game mm-hmm. realm. I score like negative points in that, <laughs> yeah. in that realm. So if he felt like he needed to cheat to I beat me. Look, I'm actually going to give you a little tip here. Later on in the show, when we have a contest between me and James, I'm going to show you how to dominate without cheating. Excellent. All right. <laughs> Gaming and video games have been a source for a lot of recent content on streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, and more. Well, a recent announcement from Ubisoft proves that there is no slowing down when it comes to video game adaptations. Robbie, which gaming franchise is next up for the anime treatment? So this is actually a little bit of a weird one because technically it was a novel first, but Ubisoft and Netflix have partnered to develop a Splinter Cell anime with John Wick creator as uh, both the writer and the executive producer. And what's crazy to me is that they've already ordered two seasons of this. They're so 16 hot on episode this? orders each. Now, now to be fair, I, I think that maybe like the cartoons and the animes uh, on Netflix tend to do really, really well and are probably a little bit you know cheaper to develop. Uh, I mean, something like the the Castlevania one did gangbusters. Uh, has been great. Uh, even when you look at the non-gaming animated stuff, uh, like Voltron, for example, I, I had put that on my my uh, watch list to go back and watch, and I feel like two months had passed. Now they have like seven seasons of it. Wow. <laughs> but uh, Splinter Cell had debuted as a video game way back in 2002 uh, when Ubisoft uh, struck a licensing deal with author Tom Clancy, and the series did pretty decently up until 2013. It's, it's been on a hiatus since then uh, with Splinter Cell Blacklist. Uh, I've never played any of them myself, so I'm not really sure whether they were good or bad. They they fell off at a certain point. I played one on the GameCube, but I just, Mm -hmm. I was confused because you do the splits over people and stuff. I mean, look, it it, it seems like it's pretty easy as far as adaptations go. Again, you know, when, when you talk about like, you know, Super Spy, this isn't something that's specifically video game related. It shouldn't be hard, I think, to adapt this 
you know, to a book, to a movie, to a video game, you know, whatever. But it's, you know, just the next in a long line of video games now that are coming to streaming services. You know, historically, video game movies have done horrendously well. And even now... Come on, Super Mario Brothers the movie? Look, I yeah, love okay. Super Mario Brothers the movie, all right? Why, but, why did they pick Splinter Cell? Why did they pick Splinter Cell, you think, as know, the Ubisoft's the probably just like, hey, you know, we have this this uh, franchise that isn't doing anything. Why not? I mean, you know, look, when you look at a, a bunch of the games that have gotten these deals recently, it's not like they all line up in any weird way. I mean, you know, The Witcher did well. We have Far Cry 3 on the way, followed by Amazon, The Last of Us 2 by HBO. I don't know that any of these really have anything in common outside of just being video games james is there like a video game that you wish would get an anime adaptation because i don't i don't know how sold i am on splinter cell like it's cool you know what i mean like but is it the one that if i was going through a catalog that i would be like yo this needs to have an anime adaptation i don't know if splinter cell i don't know if that's the way that they look at them i just think they look and they go hey what can we market what what will make money for me personally i don't i can't i'm not a big anime guy so i'm not looking for anything to be created to an anime let me ask you this though the fact that they have John Wick creator on top of it, I mean, that goes into the whole, like, Splinter Cell secret agent spy thing pretty well. Would you give it a one-episode chance? Absolutely, yeah. Like, knowing that the guy behind John Wick is behind this anime, I think there's some potential that there could be some really cool stuff put in there. Maybe a cool storyline, mm-hmm. some weird twists and whatnot. So it's definitely worth checking out. But I can't think of anything that I would honestly be like, here's a game that needs to be an anime. <laughs> You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. We want to talk to you on the phone. If you want to talk to us, give us a call at 1-833-557-0974. You can even call and ask any question you feel the experts here at Checkpoint XP should be able to answer. Much like Hollywood has a track record of rebooting or remaking old films and series, gaming has also been relying on remakes and reboots as a source for new content recently. But it's got us thinking like... How long can this trend continue? <laughs> you think there's an end to it? I hope so. I I don't know because here's we've never seen a, like a business environment like we have now to where companies will find one product and that's the product that forever if it's made money once people will buy it again and again and again and again and again and again. I don't know if we're ever going to see an end to it now in the future. Ever. No, no. I, I look. I agree with you a hundred percent. I think that. Hollywood has even shown us, because I think this this has obviously been going uh, on in Hollywood a lot longer than it has in gaming. I think we're only just now starting to sort of reach the maybe the peak of it in gaming. But what we've seen in Hollywood is even after the remakes are done, and I don't think I think for a long time people have always been iffy on the idea of remakes in film. Like there's something about, you know, it, it, it ruining the sanctity of the original one. But what they've started doing recently is not remaking or rebooting, but continuing stuff on. You know, you look at something like Fuller House, where they're like, all right, we're not going to redo it, but let's get everybody back and, you know, still cash in on that nostalgia in a new way. Whereas with video games, as long as technology continues to improve, it's going to continue to call for remakes and remasters, you know, the, the the next generation of it might be, okay, let's start adapting everything for virtual reality. How many have been, like, outside, I don't know, I don't know, because this is, this is an honest question and not me, like, trying to figure it out, but do you think more remakes have been successful or have been flops? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I think that, that there's probably more money in doing a remake of some sort than trying to launch a new property. Because yes. if you launch a new property, there's a chance it just crashes and burns. I agree but with, with that. a remake, even if it's just some I think the safest way to go is a remaster, you know, just upping the graphics. Because anyone who played the original is gonna love this. The nostalgia's gonna kick in, they're gonna want it. I bought 
Final Fantasy VII more times than I care to admit on more platforms than I probably even have. But would you say you're the average video game consumer that would you know do that? Because I look at myself as the average video game consumer. And when I see like these games get remade or remastered, I've already played it once. I yeah, already I'm know okay. how that story okay. goes. For some people. But then you also have to count on the people who never played the original but might pick up the remaster now. Fair enough. Or, so you're opening it up to a new audience. That exactly. It wasn't able to experience it before. If you look at something like the Final Fantasy VII remake or the Resident Evil remakes for that matter, I mean, those are basically brand new games from the ground up almost. You know, there are people that played those, and even though some of them have remake in the titles, this is their first entry into it, you know? There's a very thin line, though, between like, oh, we're we're remaking it and resurfacing to fans, and this is a cash grab. You, We know you idiots are going to buy this, so we're going to make it in. Anyways, have fun idiots buying the same thing for the 12th time and people are just like, please give it to me. That's the thing. So long as we continue to buy them, why would they ever stop doing it? There's no reason to whatsoever. So, yeah, I think that that as gaming goes on, no one is going to stop with the remakes. I think what is more likely is that they'll start to do more stuff like Final Fantasy 7, where they kind of find a new way to interpret the game. Or they start to do continuations. Of you know it. what's the most insulting thing about the remakes, and you can you can flame me for this, but I never want to pay full price, like a full sixty seventy dollar price, one hundred percent for a remake or a remaster. No. Like, dog, we've played this; it's nicer. Yes, I will pay maybe like thirty forty dollars. The, the only that? way I'm paying full price is if they're remaking it from the ground up, like the recent Resident Evils or the Final Fantasies. But if you're just augmenting the graphics to be high def. No, I'm not paying that much for it. Looking for a super cheap yet fun game recommendation to play? Maybe it'll help fill some time while you're enjoying the cool breeze from the AC this summer? Well, stick around. We have the free game of the week coming up in just a bit. Because coming up next, Riot Games immediately ends a relationship with a very powerful partner due to backlash from the gaming community. What evil entity did the Riot Games get in the bed with? We'll let you know next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. The Overwatch League is back with the Countdown Cup, once again splitting the league into two regions for competition. It's worth noting that at the end of this tournament, there will be two more weeks of play, after which every team will have played 21 games this season. The League of Legends Summer Split will be running weekly all through the summer. You can tune in to the LCS matches starting on Fridays each week, with matches running through Sunday evening. The playoffs are slated for the end of August into September. Joining the list of canceled esports events is EVO. The tournament was supposed to be held online, but accusations of sexual abuse in the organization has led to the tournament's founder being ousted and the event being canceled this year. While the Fortnite World Cup is gone, the DreamHack Fortnite series is up and running once again. The monthly $250,000 tournament is back on as of July. For our CSGO fans, ESL is currently on break in between seasons. As of now, the ESL is scheduled to get underway once again on September 4th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and someone who just got their beta invite to check out Rogue Company, me, James Campbell. You're going to love it. Is that a Star Wars game? No, it's actually, uh, it's the people who make Realm Royale. But it's oh. their, it's almost like their Valorant. Okay. So oh, this okay. is what they've defunded my game to put money and time into. <laughs> so I'm going to have to try it out and hopefully it will appease me, but I don't uh-huh. think that it will. Well, at least you'll have a 50-50 chance in that game of getting a win. Absolutely. Yeah. You're correct. Thank you for pointing that out. 
Riot Games, the video game development company behind League of Legends, Valorant, and more, have announced a partnership with a very powerful partner. But then they immediately ended the relationship after the announcement was drawing in waves of criticism from esports personalities and fans. Weird Beard, what in the world is going on with Riot right now? Riot is going through some tough times, and it, uh, let's start at the very end where they've canceled this uh, Where We Stand Today. Riot has canceled their sponsorship with uh, Neom, N-E-O-M, uh, Blast Premier, who's another CSGO league, uh, that it said that they were going to sponsor, be sponsored by this group as well, have not said whether or not they're going to walk their sponsorship Who back. Who or what is Neom? All right. Good so question, Robbie, because that's what I was going to ask, too. This all came about because it was announced that Riot was going to be per- uh, partnering with Neom, which is a group out of Saudi Arabia that mm. essentially has a lot of oil money behind it. Buying in and essentially dumping in uh, just buckets of cash everywhere. So they wanted to go in for over like what is it three nine figures worth of a sponsorship. Wow! But it was but it was sp- it was spread out over sure, like many, sure. many many years. Um, but they were looking at this massive, just absolutely huge between uh, League of Legends, between Valorant, between everything else. And because of the their ties to human rights abuses in Saudi Arabia oh, and lots of like the group shady histories and backgrounds. So they're tied in with like the uh, I don't know the uh, not a sultan. But yeah, well, yes, like the sheiks or whatever. Ben, ben Salman, like okay. you know people in the the government there. And the other big thing is that Riot is one of the largest gaming companies in the world to be promoting of trans rights, LGBTQ rights, all sorts of things like that. And they had a huge blowback from that specific. Uh, like fan group where it's like the, how are you going to be taking money from people that don't believe that we exist as trans people? right yeah if, if I remember correctly too uh, there was also uh, riot employees who were actually speaking out against it as well and uh, uh, if I'm reading this correctly they actually ended the the partnership within 24 hours of all of this backlash happening well it's a it, they they did have employees coming to them mm-hmm. and I think that's what really stemmed the tide the most was when they had all casters from the League of Legends events say like we're not doing any events if their money is That's kind of uncharacteristic of Riot Games too. That's uncharacteristic of the industry. To just completely back out of the partnership. Yeah, due to yeah. Well, I mean, uh, uh, the, the 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 one that comes immediately to my mind was um, early. Uh, was that this year? The 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 whole Hearth. Yeah, yeah. It was this year? Uh, Hearthstone uh, Pro. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Blitzchung, oh, Hearthstone Pro Blitzchung, uh, you know, in his sort of winning speech on the stream, you know, had voiced uh, his... Uh, the uh, Hong Kong yes. right. protest yep. stuff? Yep, so uh, uh, his support for the Hong Kong protests, and he was then banned from Hearthstone, his money was taken yeah, away, his prize and stuff too, right, and, yeah. and, and Blizzard even banned the two casters that were on stream with him, and, you know, people lost their minds about it, and it wasn't until, you know, later, sorry, it was last year, it wasn't until later that year at... Um, BlizzCon that they finally formally gave an apology, but they didn't even apologize to him. They just apologized sort of in general about what had happened. So to see a company, and and there was no monetary anything there. You know, that was basically just, just let the guy talk. And so mm-hmm. this, nine figures? Yeah, and again, though, it was, crazy. it was spread over, like, everything It doesn't that matter. That is it. crazy. It's crazy, especially more so that it was so... Swift and unilateral, like you said, and was it mealy mouth? Mm-hmm. I think the thing that that did it the most though was that it it was their employees. Like you cannot run a business without your employees, and if all of your casting talent says no, and you have heads of different departments this a, saying this, no, this gives a lot of goodwill to League of Legends, and and I guess a little bit to Riot. They're still on my crap list until they fire that guy who's farting in people's faces. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Robbie's a very anti-fart man, dude. Yeah. Get rid of him. That's gross. 
Gaming on a budget? We've got a game for free. Free 99! Checkpoint XP's free game of the week. Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. Now, if you've ever wanted to experience medieval adventures online with your friends, then this is the game for you. You carry an aura of confusion and despair. Tell this one. What did you see? I saw a familiar place. Covered in strange shadows. Shadows that are in plain view. Yet hidden. Waiting to pounce on fear. silently among us. Releasing poisons of deceit and hatred. For purity. The Elder Scrolls Online is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. So similar to something like Final Fantasy XIV or World of Warcraft. But why you should play The Elder Scrolls Online is a little bit different. See, normally when a game gets some kind of online version, there's a pretty big departure from the original design of the game. But Elder Scrolls Online still feels like an Elder Scrolls game. If you liked Morrowind, if you liked Skyrim, that world can be further explored in what people call ESO for short. Uh, so as an MMO, obviously, content never really stops. If you were to go to something like HowLongToBeat.com, uh, they pulled several gamers, and the main story, quote-unquote, takes you about 42 hours to beat. But if you wanted to be a completionist, you're looking at 200-plus hours. MMOs are designed to always be able to give you content. They're always a time suck. You're always <laughs> able to lose like a couple days of your life into yeah. them. But you know, where something like Morrowind or Skyrim is just focused on you know this one part of of the overall world of, uh, I forget, what's the actual like world of... Tamriel? Tamriel, that's right. The overall Ooh, world of Tamriel. Look there at you that. go. Go for it, yeah. Like those nerd muscles, weird beard. You get to go all over the place, you know? So if you were someone who loved Morrowind and wanted to know what was beyond the world of Morrowind, that's what ESO gives you. And it is this living, breathing, ever-evolving world that, look, if you want to play with people, you can. There's other people that you can, you know, talk to, get involved with, join a guild, you know, uh, run dungeons and raids. But if you just want to play it like you play Skyrim, which is just, in, you know, enjoying the story and getting to know the characters and, you know, finding all these cool plot arcs and stuff, then you can do that as well. And it literally will never, ever run out. And also, let me just say, like, it's not necessarily the prettiest game uh, that has ever existed. No, sure. But I will say that it, it's because the story is so well. It's all 100% voice acted, too. That surprised exactly. the heck out of me. So it, it keeps people coming back. You know, like a lot of fantasy kind of role-playing games, we eventually lose you at hour 20 because mm-hmm. they look really pretty, but then there's not much to do inside of them. There's this, so much to this do. This is all, you know, meat and less sizzle than And when you say else. it's not as pretty, what are you saying? Like, what's not pretty about this like, game? Like, it's, it's not future kind of Next gen, it's not next gen graphics, right? Okay, so yes. you know, don't go into it thinking. So what am I lacking? Graphics is going to make up for in story. Exactly. Boom, exactly. Now, if you want to play it for free, you are going to have to do it through Stadia, which the first month, first month of which is free, and then you get access to not just Elder Scrolls Online, but everything else in the Stadia library. Thereafter, it would be nine ninety nine a month. Or, but you know, the Elder Scrolls where you do pay for the game. 
unlike most uh, MMOs, it, they normally require a monthly subscription. Elder Scrolls does not. Oh, nice. And the best part about doing it through Stadia as well is you don't have to download it. Yep. Because Stadia is cloud gaming. You just log on and you just play. There's there's no downloading. You know, you, you wanted to play Red Dead Redemption yeah. uh, this past weekend. 90-minute download. Down, 90 <laughs> you minute had to install. pay it for oh five minutes. Yeah. Imagine if you never had to download a game that you wanted to play. You just booted it up, said start, and you're just playing it right to not even just your game, your tablet, your phone. Oh, wow. That's what Stadia does. Now, again, normally $9.99 a month, but the first month is free. You get access to not just Elder Scrolls, but a ton of other games as well. Elder Scrolls Online, free game of the week. Definitely what you should check out. All right. Well, there's your free game of the week, the Elder Scrolls Online. You get it free with the first month on Stadia. If you're looking for another good game recommendation, something that's easy to get into, but well worth your time, we do have our Patient Gamer segment coming up in the next hour. Coming up next, if you are a retro gamer, you are automatically going to be able to win this game. Hey, whoa, don't give it away like that. Okay, we'll find out next on Checkpoint XP. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh. the Alamo. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell, and joining me are Weird Beard and the one guy that's always offering to pay you in big treats to do his dirty work. Robbie Landis. He's like the cookie drug lord. Like he's he is. Just like, hey, man, you want some animal crackers? He's got some dirty work that needs to get done. He'll offer you uh, a cookie. Ex- to except, do it. except that didn't work. She, she ended it up. It didn't work? Yeah. Well, well why don't you explain? So, uh, my cat, who's fat and old and lazy, sometimes there's little dingleberries that don't, you know, yeah. that, <laughs> that travel along with her out of the litter box, right? And normally my girlfriend's like, oh, you got to take it off. I brought cookies home the other day, you know, the big giant ones uh, that you can get from some sandwich places, Ooh. and she wanted one, and I had noticed that the cat had a little, you know, needed to be cleaned up. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, look, so if, look, if you want one, all you got to do is go over there and 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 grab a, you know, a, a tissue and just pull it off. And she tried. She really did, but she was, like, gagging and, like, choking and, like, mm. started crying, and she's like, it's not worth it. I don't want the cookie anymore. I don't want to be an adult. It's unfortunate news for Robbie. Yeah. When he gets really? old and he needs somebody to help take care of him. Can't even pay her off. Uh, don't worry. I plan on being rich enough by then. I'll be, we'll be able to pay a professional for that. All right, it's time for some fun and games. Weird Beard has put together a little game for us to play to see who here really knows their retro games the best. Weird Beard, can you explain how we're going to play this one? I am going to give both you and Robbie Landis uh, some names of some scrapped game consoles. Now, some of these will be real. Some of these will be fake. Even though none of them were ever made, there was at least ones that were actually considered. Tell me which one is the real one and which one is the fake one, and you'll be able to win. How does that sound? Okay, so real or fake scrapped retro game consoles. You know, it really sucks that that, that he has to be like the MC for all these games after last week's cheating debacle. We We can't trust him to play. We can never (laughs) trust him to play anymore. He cannot be trusted to play along. He's always got to be the lead. Or what we'll have to do in in the future is we're going to have to get him like another mic over in the corner somewhere away from anything that he can cheat with. This is how we have to treat you. Starting with our first console. Oh, okay, I yeah, need nothing to say. <laughs> nothing to you say. Guys to tell me whether the Sega Neptune was real or fake. Ooh, go ahead, you first. Sega James. Neptune. Ah, uh, well, they had the what? The Sega Saturn. Sega Neptune. That's good naming you know? conventions. Yeah. So they're all after plan. I'm gonna say it's fake. 
Okay. I think the Sega Neptune, Neptune was almost a real console. It was almost a real console. It was launched during the heyday of Sega's console career, uh, and it happened before the Sega Saturn. Oh, yeah. wow. It was before the Sega Saturn, even. Sorry, James. Uh, I'm okay. not going to take it easy on you here. That's so fine. I never expect you to, Robbie. All right, good. But I'm honest about it. Next one, the Xbox Pure. Do you think that the Xbox Pure, mentioned in a memo released by Xbox Lean, uh, was it a real or fake Microsoft console? Pure and lean Xbox products? It sounds like diet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds like the diet pills you take to try to lose weight. I'm going to say that's fake as well. Okay. I do believe that this one is fake. You're correct. This one was fake, and it came out in 2010 as a hoax, all released by one guy, and it was the slim Xbox 360. Mm. So they all thought that it was a new console, and it was not. Next up, can you tell me if the Atari Cosmos was a real or fake retro game console. Hmm. Can I tell you that if it was real or fake? With any uh, certainty? No. <laughs> but, uh, what he means Cosmos, is he's going to guess. Yeah, this is all just to roll the dice. And I think Cosmos, I'm going fake. I don't think that's a real one. Okay. Uh, this is something that I've never heard of either, but uh, based on the pattern of, of uh, uh, fake and real and fake and real... Uh, and just to give James a, a, a chance to at least get on the board here without me getting a bigger lead on him, I'll go ahead and say that it was real. Just so you know, the Atari Cosmos was real. It was shown mm. to the world in 1981. It got thousands of pre-orders, and then Atari got cold feet and pulled it from what they were doing. So really quick, uh, the score is three Robbie, zero James. There's still plenty, t- <laughs> plenty of time for James to come back on this one. Right now we're playing a game where we're trying to guess, is this a real or fake scrapped idea of a retro game console? If you're a retro game fan, you may have a lead like Robbie on anybody else in the car right now. Uh, next up, I need you guys to tell me whether or not in the early 2000s, the Infinium Phantom was a real or the fake Infinity Phantom console. Well, all, uh, first of all, I like how you describe Robbie is going to have the lead because he's a retro gaming fanatic. I think I, it's I'm not though. Robbie has less. To, uh, doesn't have much of a life other than the video games and the wow. video game systems. Wow! So what had a to delve sore into that. loser! You're coming and after my credibility and insulting me yes, just yes. because you can't put a point on the board. Yep. yep. And I'm going with whatever this uh, the Phantom fake Infinium Phantom. Infinium all right. Phantom fake. So. Unrelated, James has never got a win in Realm Royale. I have 10 wins in Apex Legends, and I've been playing for about a month. Just want to put that out there into the ether. Well, that's a um, fake. That's a false statement. <laughs> this... I have plenty of Dubaroos in Realm Royale. <laughs> wait, wait, what are they called? I call them Dubaroos. What are they actually called? Uh, Crown Royales. Oh, whatever. Um, the Infinium Phantom. Something about this seems a little bit familiar to me, but you've now done two reels in a row. Um, he doesn't know. He's just trying to play the statistics. He is. That's all he's, he's doing. Part he's of it. The it's part of it. But I'm going to go ahead and say that, yes, I believe that this might have been real. You're correct. This was a possible. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Getting skunked here. Infinium Phantom yeah. was a system that aimed to deliver gamers with an online subscription service in the early 2000s when the internet for it literally did not exist. I don't know. Some people just don't have the best ideas when it comes to these. Mm, man, smooth four and oh. Is this going to be a clean sweep? I hope it it's not a clean, a clean sweep. Oh, oh, well, but if it was, then James would have more in common with his team, the Vancouver Titans. Up next, Ooh. the Nintendo Switch Vita. Was this a real or a fake scrapped video game console idea? Nintendo James? Switch Vita. He's done way. I want to play the, the, the stats game now here. How many real ones in a row? A fake. 
This is indeed a fake because this is just combining the Nintendo Switch with the PlayStation Vita. Correct. That's all it was. I thought was both those names sounded very familiar. <laughs> I'm like, I think somebody already came out with the Vita. <laughs> they, and they I own a Nintendo indeed. Switch. Might I just add that the uh, my favorite name for a knockoff video game console on Amazon is the Polystation. So anybody who bought a Polystation lately, uh, you may just be getting in trouble on it. Anyways, up next, the GBA Game Boy. Is the GBA Game Boy a real or fake scrapped video game console idea? This also sounds like a combination of a couple different right. systems. The so G- GBA is Game Boy Advance. This is the Game Boy Advanced Game Boy. <laughs> I think this is a fake one as well. Man, these guys, these knockoff console ideas need better ideas. This is a fake one. Run your games. You, you are. Now you guys, are, I just feel like we got your system <laughs> we got down you now. dialed in. Trying to play it. All right. Last one here that I want to give you guys. You have to tell me if this is a real or fake one. The wiki pad. Was the wiki pad. The wiki pad. A mm. real or fake console Sounds like idea. he's taking the iPad and combining it Boy. with Wikipedia to create the wiki pad. Also sounds like a product you'd buy for your pet if you're trying to house train them. Uh, I'm going with fake. Oh, ooh, boy, oh boy. Uh, I've gotten every single one right so far. You Obviously, have. I've beat you. Like, this is no yeah, contest. Yeah, uh, but now, like, I kind of want to go for the perfect score. Oh, he's going for the perfect score. Ooh, the pressure's on. Uh, wiki pad. Is there the any pad. more information you're willing to give about the wiki pad? Window of release. Uh, Manufacturer, developer. Yes, I will say that it was... They are suing Nintendo. It's a PlayStation verified handheld. It's a fake. You think it's fake? It's fake. Yep, this doesn't exist. Wikipad. He's correct. It it, it is a fake. Boom! Seven for seven. That's that's your walk-off over on there. Down before your retro master. I said it was fake too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got three points. Good job. Good job. It wasn't a total blowout. Okay. So you're more like the uh, the Chengdu Hunters, we'll say. Yeah, I'm a new okay. hunter and no longer a Titan. Yeah. <laughs> I got a new team to root for in Overwatch League. Oh, you heard I nailed it earlier when we talked about Moki ZK becoming the first female player to win a Fortnite event. Well, now it's time for our Failed It. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. Speaking of the Vancouver Titans, our fail that goes out to Vancouver Titans oh, for allowing man. the shock <laughs> to set, what is this, a world record fastest Overwatch League match in history? Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy. So first of all, of course, it was a clean sweep, 3-0 in favor of the shock. Uh, but the shock were able to complete all three maps within this match in 19 minutes and 20 Three seconds. Now, how long does it is the time normal? Uh, first of all, I will let you know that I have had just in casual competitive play. I have had maps that have gone over twenty minutes, and they were able to do three of them within that. Were the time. Titans even trying? No. Uh, look, no. Well, all right. First were they of all, even there? First of all, I don't were know the catatonic. <laughs> how does that happen? James uh, is a little, a little frustrated. Yeah. Look. Look. I think that this says more about the shock than it does about the well, Titans. The Titans are making the Sasquatch look bad. Yeah, okay, well, that's yeah, their mascot. The, the, the Titans are currently sitting 18th out of an overall 20th place. Ste- hey, uh, listen, the there's league. two below them. There are two, <laughs> two below them. <laughs> we'll that's see true. how much longer that lasts for. Uh, but look, the shock, I mean, th- th- this could have e- just has, as easily have been a nailed it for the shock. I mean, their, their entire team, you pick any one of their teams out. They are all superstars. And uh, look, the Titans, I, I really don't know what to say about them. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. 
Uh, I think they're doing the best they can. Remember, they're basically a team that was just pulled together in the middle of a season, expected now to sort of carry on the legacy of what was, you know, former team runaway, you know, the Vancouver Titans. While COVID-19 rages on outside. Exactly. And knowing what we know about the organization that owns the Vancouver Titans as well, they're probably not in the best of places. Uh, So unfortunately, I don't think that you're going to see a whole lot else out of the Vancouver Titans for the rest of the season. Um, but, uh, you know, that was a, uh, that's a heck of a record to, to set for the, the San Francisco Shock. So congratulations, San Francisco Shock. Uh, we're sorry to the Vancouver Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I can say. Congrats. Yeah, congrats to the Shock on the world record uh, match. And congrats to the Vancouver Titans for being our failed it on this week's Nailed It and Failed It. Don't forget, if you ever missed a Nailed It and Failed It, you can find the posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Coming up, we asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook if you could have any common video game power, what would it be? We'll discuss your answers in a little bit because ahead next, we're checking the gaming headlines. Robbie, what do you have in store for us? You are not going to believe what character was found in a game 25 years after its release. A missing character? A missing character over 20 years? Wow, we'll find out next on Checkpoint XP. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and with me is Robbie Landis, as well as the man he accuses of being an Apex Legends champion kill thief. Weird beard. I, that's the only way I am a bottom feeder in Apex Legends. I have no problem admitting I will steal your kills because I can't do it myself. Hold on. Wow. We're highlighting his kill stealing and not my like triple championships that I got over the weekend. Well, tell us about your triple championships. Yes, I got, I got three You got our very own teams. Apex legend right here in yes, the room with us. Yes, I am so the sorry. legend. I carry... This guy, when it comes to playing Apex, he's such a chick. And he's like, oh, we don't want to go over there. There's guys over there. And I'm like, weird, beard. You realize that the point of this game is to find and kill the other guy. He's like, no, no, no. We don't want to go that way. Nope. It's a different strategy that he, he plays. He's more of a camper. You're right. more of a, you know, you go hard in the paint and he kind of hides in the corner. Uh, of the look, I'm just <laughs> saying we're never going to get out of gold if we don't learn how to get people. People as well. We can't just rat strat it the whole time. Gotta get good. <laughs> a huge launch title for the next gen Xbox is already announced that the multiplayer is going to be free to play. We'll let you know which game in just a second because now it's time for. Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! Here's another esports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. For nearly 25 years, fans have been trying to find a way to play as Mario's brother Luigi in the Nintendo 64 classic, Super Mario 64. And now we finally have our answer. Luigi's Mario 64 files have actually been verified, finally proving one of the longest-running gaming myths to be true. Luigi is in the game. Now, originally, the game was actually supposed to have multiplayer, but it just wasn't something that Nintendo could pull off back then. So while he can't actually be played in the game, he does exist. Now, I will tell you this came about because there was like huge giga leaks from Nintendo over the past week that essentially leaked the source code to like Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart, the first Super Mario Karts. You were leaking about like Mario 64, all say, these other big uh, ones. Uh, uh, recently, not in this, but but a few, a few months ago, I think, uh, it was also found that the Star Fox fighter pilot 
was in the files for the Ocarina of Time. Really? Because they used the mechanics for the Z-targeting system. Oh. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing that I will That's say is my favorite part that came out of this, that there was originally a smoking toad, and so they found the uh, the model for, like, a toad with a cigarette in his hand and everything like <laughs> for that. For real? Yes. Toad was smoking? Toad was smoking, and that's smoking toad is my you, favorite thing. Do you, do you think that 25 years from now, we're going to find out that Waluigi was actually in Super Smash Brothers oh, Ultimate? Oh, yes, the entire time, absolutely. <laughs> that's funny. So the amendment introduced by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that would have prevented the Pentagon from allocating a budget to the armed forces to continue to recruit via Twitch was voted down. Now, despite the Democrats controlling the House, the amendment failed to pass when 103 Democrats joined Republicans in voting no. Since then, the U.S. Navy has resumed its streaming on Twitch. The politics of all of this, you know what I mean, really kind of get to me because I just don't understand it. Like, I would never want to have my kid, you know what I mean? Like, if it just, if if at first glance you feel like you get that not very good Mm -hmm. feeling from something like that. See, this is what bothers me because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, those old people, you know, that. They, they just don't get what Twitch is, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I get 100%. It took me a while to understand 100%. exactly what it was. But even if you don't understand what Twitch is, when someone tells you, hey, the armed forces are trying to recruit on a platform where 11-year-olds are watching, why is it, oh, well, we don't get it, so we're going to say no, that kicks in before, well, yeah, why don't we err on the side of caution and protect the children? But if it was like a tobacco company or, let's say, a bank for a credit yes, card, yes. they would probably have issues with the, the practices that they were using to recruit these people. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I think the politics just got bigger than the actual like bill itself. Probably. I yeah. don't know. Grounded is a new video game coming out from Obsidian Entertainment and Xbox Game Studios. The premise is Minecraft meets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You play as a shrunken down kid in a backyard trying to survive attacks by insects while crafting and building your base. Now, the spiders are terrifying, though, and the game actually has an arachnophobia slider. The lower you slide it, the less scary the spiders get. The lowest setting, turning them into little floating blobs with two eyes. So they're worried about people being so scared of spiders, they might not play this game, so they had to make it less spider-like. You, you've true, seen though. it, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, you've seen yeah. the game. Oh, absolutely. They, like, Looks like a blast. Despite everything sort of being cartoony, like the bugs look pretty real. Like my, my girlfriend Katie refuses to play it even with the idea of the arachnophobia slider. Really? Uh, but, but think about it though. Like this is a win-win. The only people that are ever going to touch that are people who are actually scared of spiders to begin with. Like it doesn't change the game or anything Here's like that. Here's the thing. I don't even think that people with arachnophobia are going to give it a shot because I don't think that they're going to be interested enough to figure right. out that there yeah. is an arachnophobia slider unless like a friend like really pushes them to play it but anybody else who sees it like my girlfriend Katie they just see it and go nope like no way yeah there's a there's a difference between training wheels on something and like how many people just would never pick up the game if there was no way to actually like make it so it's not scary mm-hmm. spider time yeah well I'll tell you I'm scared of spiders <laughs> but I'm not touching the slider I want to play the game it's to me this is a completely different set of fear like, you know what if you play this one night on one of your streams Teams yeah. over at twitch.tv slash who the F is JC. I'll join you. You just let me know ahead of time. Ooh, so sounds download good. It. All right. It's a date. <laughs> oh, great. Israel is currently testing a new armored vehicle that adapts a wide array of modern technology like the Xbox controller that allows soldiers to perform combat functions as if they were playing a video game. Israeli Battalion Commander Colonel Udi Dazur told the Washington Post of soldiers who tested the system, it's not exactly like playing Fortnite. But something like that. And amazingly, they bring their skills to operational effectiveness in no time. I'll tell you the truth. I didn't think it could be reached so quickly. I, did, uh, uh, I don't 
do you do you enjoy like militaries using gaming equipment to be able to no. test stuff? No, That's scary because to this me. this, yes, this goes hand in hand with the idea of like Twitch. You or, or sorry, uh, 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 the armed forces using Twitch to recruit younger people. They can literally say now. It's just it's like just playing Call of Duty. Game. It's just like playing Call of Duty. It's terrifying. I think that kind of takes away your ability to kind of relate to taking away life. Yeah, and like if you're it's using a video that game. in a war war aspect. You know, I feel like you're. At, mm, that's also, bad. I like the idea of needing to be like some sort of trained professional to operate a, a, a heavily armored war vehicle instead oh, yeah. of just so, jumping in and plugging in your Xbox yeah. controller. The just sitting around and somebody <laughs> just grabs it. And, Sorry, bro, I don't yeah. like the house controller. Let me bring my own to, to pilot the tank. Yes, it's ridiculous. Originally launched for the Xbox One and PC three years ago, the PlayStation 4 is finally getting a beloved game, Cuphead. Cuphead is a run-and-gun video game inspired by the rubber hose style of animation used in cartoons of the 1930s. It's also a... Very difficult. It game. is super hard. You're you're a, yeah. a big fan of Cuphead, right? I enjoy it. Have it's, you beaten the game? I have not beaten the game. No, I can't. I can't dance with the devil. I can't get that far. <laughs> One of my favorite speed runs to watch is to watch people speed run this game. Ooh, that's just crazy. So good it, they're so amazing. Do, do, do you like the actual 100% speed run, or is it like glitchy stuff? No, it's 100% speed okay, run where they'll cool. go through. They'll go through and beat it, and every time it you watch ridiculous. it, no, every time you watch it, you're like. Pfft. I should pick. Yeah, you're like that's so that's easy. So easy. That's that, so they're, easy. They're doing yep. a speed run of that, and then you yeah. go and try to do it. And you're, you're like, like oh, oh my god, oh, what am I doing? Why am I to keep dying? I think I've only defeated like five. Bosses. Yeah, I didn't get very far in it as well. The second free summer update for Animal Crossing: New Horizons launched on July 30th. It brings with it fireworks, dreaming, and finally cloud save backups. That last one is most important because now if something happens to your Switch, you don't lose all of your data. How's the Beard family household uh, enjoying the update? My uh, daughter. You, you actually told me that Bailey wanted to call me to tell me about it. Yes, Bailey is so excited for the fact that you get to go to other people's dreams. She's so excited that she'll log off her account, log into her mom's account to go to her own character's dream. <laughs> really? Yeah, because she's so excited to just be able to have any friends that'll like, oh, do, do you know that That's, you can go, That, that you can was go probably the saddest friends. thing I've ever heard you say. She's also, because we, we scheduled, they have uh, the fireworks events on Sunday nights, and she was like literally all day setting alarms like how much longer until i can watch fireworks tonight oh that's wow. precious that's it for the checkpoint xp gaming news update for more you can head on over to our website checkpointxp.com all right robbie thank you so much for that update now a huge launch title for the next gen xbox has already announced that the multiplayer version of the game is going to be free to play and guys let us know what game is it nothing not a game we need to run! No. We need to fight. Get ready. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is going to be free to play according to the store listing. This has since been confirmed. Now, I have to say, uh, this doesn't surprise me. Especially in, like, the day and age of esports. Like... You should have your multiplayer be free to play. Don't don't put a barrier of entry, you know, in front of people if you want them to come and sort of watch your esport. Now, it is sort of surprising that something like Halo, which, well, yes, in the early days of Halo, that's sort of where a lot of uh, uh, first-person esports kind of started. Yeah. Um, I don't know that Halo Infinite is going to be able to to stand up to you know your League of Legends, your Overwatches, your Valorant's or CS:GO's. Uh, especially because I feel like when it comes to, you know, like your Call of Duties and, and your Halos, 
Like the multiplayer is usually the big draw of the game. Absolutely. Isn't it? Yeah, for me, that's the only reason why I was even buying Halo. I wanted the multiplayer. Now you don't have to buy it. You can Perfect. just play it. No, and, and it sounds like Microsoft is giving the product away for free. <laughs> it just once again, Microsoft, you know, being great for the consumer, but kind of making you, you know, scratch your head. I mean, look, there's still plenty of people who I think are going to buy it because they want to be Master Chief and see what's going on, blah, 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 blah. But it's just it just it seems odd to me. I don't know if it's if it instills any confidence in it for me. Like if they're already making the multiplayer free to play and everything like that, that's because they prop they foreshadowing that the game's not going to be so great. Yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, whatever we could do to get you know butts in seats. That's what they're kind of kind doing of preemptively already. making sure they have a good launch. Because here's what's great about free to play, right? In those first opening weeks, when you want to be like, all right, we sold this many games. Okay, maybe we haven't sold this many games, but we have this many concurrent players, even though none of them necessarily spent any money on the game. It makes great headlines to know that tons and tons and tons of people are playing your game, and then they might buy it. It's it. Listen, it's, it's a safety net. It's the little kid factor where if a little kid goes, "Hey, can I can I get a game?" and the parent always says, uh, "No money, sure, whatever you want to download, that's for free." They're they're way more likely to you know at least try this game. Where I think that if they made people pay for it, there's going to be a huge swath of people in this world that never play it. So yeah, this well, is working similar in the way like you guys described it as Warzone was for Call of Duty. Right, you can play Warzone for free, but if you want Call of Duty properly, you have to pay for it. Looking for a hit game that you might have missed? Maybe something that's easy to get into and worth the time? We have a great gaming recommendation coming in just a bit, because ahead next. What games are releasing in August? What do you have to look forward to? What's going to drain your bank account? We'll let you know when we get back next on Checkpoint XP. Stop blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness! No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with Weird Beard, and the one member of Checkpoint XP that has never experienced the pain of chasing down Dr. Wiley, Mr. Robbie Landis. Yeah, never played a Mega Man game in my life. I can't believe you have never played a Mega Man game. Look, uh, look, I was more of a Sonic and a Mario guy. I don't know, just, just something about Mega Man. I just... Never had the chance. Do you hold any shame in that? Like, do you nah. like regret telling people it? Nope. Nope. Yeah, Wear it with a him. badge of pride. You should. You know what? It's a real pain in the ass to chase down that Doctor <laughs> Wiley. Doctor Wiley. Yeah. Once you get to Doctor Wiley, there's so many more stages, so many more bosses. You think you've almost beaten the game, but it's like a never-ending Mega Man saga. Now, the month of August, we'll see some decent releases coming out. But what games will you have to look forward to this month, Robbie? What should we all be on the lookout for? Well, this is a kind of a, a, a split list here. Some of these you should be on the lookout for. Some of these you should probably avoid at all costs. Uh-oh. But I'm not going to tell you which one. So the first one up on the list, <laughs> Fast and Furious Crossroads. Uh-oh. Out for all platforms on August 7th. Uh, yeah, this is Fast and Furious as a video game. I have a feeling this is on your radar, knowing you're such a big Vin Look, Diesel fan. I, I am a big fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, but as anyone should know, when you try to turn movies into video games, it is never good. But that game, or that movie is already a video game. Like, it's so, the line is so you tight know, on it. That, that's not a bad point. I do expect this to be terrible, but I do plan on checking it out myself. Uh, this next one, uh, PC release, because it's already out on consoles, also August 7th, Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition. If you haven't played it before and you have a PC, d- do it. Just do it, buy it, play it, and then go ahead and give us a call, find us on social media, do whatever you can 
to find a way to thank me because you're going to want to. Do you know how much it's going for? Um, complete edition, it's going to be uh, the, the usual $59.99. Uh, it does suck if, you know, picking it up for basically full price. Definitive edition, though, so it does come with all of the DLC as well. And when did the game originally which, come out? Which normally came out a few years ago, uh, 2017. Okay. Uh, but the fact that it has all the DLC in it, normally when you go to buy DLC from like the PlayStation Store, that is never discounted. So you'd be probably having to pay 20 or 30 bucks for that alone. So uh, this one I put on here because this is the definition of a weird beard game. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Based off of the heavily... That's the name of the game? Or are you asking a weird, weird no, question about his pickup habits? That's the name of the game, It's based James. off of an anime that's actually really well regarded and well, uh, reviewed well. Mm, uh, it, it is. James, as I was... The way <laughs> yeah, I would describe well, it to you, yes. it would be... Uh, I would not fault you for picking this game up, playing it for an hour, and then putting it down and be like, okay, I've had enough. That was fun. Look, I'm just saying, when you talk about well-regarded animes, you're already into questionable territory because you're talking about animes. You're going to, if you want to be able to pick it up, it's very lighthearted. It's not, you're not going to have to sit down and actually care about the story. Anyway, much. that's on PC, PS4, and Switch out August 11th. Uh, we also have an August 18th Microsoft Flight Simulator for the PC. This is probably one of the biggest games ever. If you were to buy this on disc, 10 it discs, takes right? 10 yeah. discs, but you can literally fly anywhere in the world, wherever you want to go in the world, wherever you want to fly. You can do can that. I land Microsoft wherever I want. Like Maybe I wanted to fly and then land right in the middle of an LA Expressway. Maybe I don't know. You have to give it a try. August eighteenth. We also have Madden twenty one coming out in twenty twenty. That's weird. Uh, but August twenty fifth for the PS four and the Xbox. Uh, this is one to keep an eye on. Tell me why Chapter one for the PC and Xbox one August twenty seventh. Don't nod entertainment. Uh, this is very similar if you are familiar with a game uh, called Life is Strange. It's From very the much same makers. Yes, it's very much. Uh, more of a narrative experience uh, than it is, you know, playing a game like a Grand Theft Auto or a Skyrim or something like that. Would it that. be kind of comparable to like those Telltale games? Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly right up the is. alley. Yep. Uh, Captain Subasa: Rise of New Champions out on the PC, the PS4, and the Switch on August 28th is a soccer game, but the best way to describe this is if Dragon Ball Z played soccer. It is anime, sort of in its aesthetic, but when you watch the trailer to this, you basically have, like, guys getting ready to kick the ball, and it's like, you know, the anime, like, freeze frame type stuff. Where, they like, get powers. They get powers, and, like, dragons oh, come like out of their kicks, and they arcade, have fire. Yes. Like, NBA what? Jam, but for soccer. Perfect. Think of it that way. Okay. So for the, the, the new age. Now, this is the one which, take this with a grain of salt, Baldur's Gate 3 for the PC was is supposed to release this month. August 2020 was what the original release date has said. We are in August 2020. It is still to be determined. There is a very good chance that this will probably be pushed back further, but out of everything on this list, Baldur's Gate 3, that's the big one. That's the one to keep your eye out for. Baldur's Gate 3 is the big one. That's the big one of the month. Are you typing it into your laptop well, right yeah, now? Well, yeah, I wanted to see what exactly it looked like so I know what I need to be on the lookout for. It's, it's, like it's based on D&D. 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 Yeah. So Baldur's like Gate, yep, mind flayers, you know, eating your brains and stuff. Looks uh, like Cthulhu. Uh, yeah, Cthulhu. mind flayers uh, have some very Cthulhu-esque uh, properties to them. Oh, very interesting. Can't be bothered to play new games as they come out. I've been hearing about this Skyrim thing. Is that worth buying? For gamers behind the times, it's the patient gamer. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Each week, Weird Beard and Robbie bring us a new game to check out that we might have otherwise missed. What have you got this week, Robbie? So this week, we have a game called Far Cry 5. We must atone! Something 
is coming. You can feel it, can't you? You can feel that we are creeping towards the edge. So Far Cry 5 takes place in Hope County, a fictional region of Montana, and the main story revolves around Project at Eden's Gate, a doomsday cult that has taken over the county at the command of its charismatic and powerful leader, Joseph Seed. As the player, you control an unnamed junior deputy sheriff who becomes trapped in Hope County and must work alongside rogue factions of a resistance to liberate the county. Who would like a Far Cry kind of game? Well, it's an open-world first-person shooter, so, you know, if you were into, like, Fallouts or Skyrims... Yeah. That's the type of thing that you're getting into here. But what I really like about Fallout 5, because I never really got into any of the other Fallouts, is it's not taking place in a fantasy setting. It's not like a future dystopia. This is literally taking place in, like, the type of place that I grew up, like, out in the country, right? Out in Montana. You have, like, farms and stuff like that. You're going across the countryside. Sorry, Far Cry. Far Cry. Okay, I was like, wait a second. So it basically takes place in present-day America. It's this idea that, you know, homegrown terrorists have basically taken over and are, you know, has their, their, their claws in this county that you've now been sent in to try you know disrupt it from the inside uh so it's all the great things that you love about first person shooter games but you know it's set right here in america and it just brings a different sort of feel to these type of games than what i think you would be used to and far cry always has like a weird twist on some of the things too well the the story is really really good in this one the ending is Ooh, it is up there. Like yeah, I put it in top five, like surprise endings. Now it's definitely like Far Cry is known for having compelling villains, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're known for having the big bads be somebody that you actually. Yeah, care remember about. for Far Cry Six, they got the guy who played uh, Gus, Gus Fringe Fring. from Breaking Bad. So the, you know this That's is right. going to be a really fun pickup if you're looking to uh, maybe not care so much. You just want to go and blow people away. Mm-hmm. You can do that, or you can get lost in the. Story. I had a great moment when I was playing this where someone was being held at gunpoint, a hostage. So I got up behind the guy holding him hostage with my silencer and. I I shot him in the head. The bullet went through his head and then hit the hostage as well. Oh, yeah. You killed the hostage, uh, I did, unfortunately. Now, where you can play it, PC, PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One. Now, it is technically still a full-priced game at 60 bucks, but it came out over a year ago. So if you keep your eyes on Steam, the Epic Store, or the online stores for Xbox and PlayStation... It has gone on sale for as low as $20 in the past. Oh. All right. Well, there's your patient gamer recommendation. Far Cry 5, perfect game if you've ever wanted to experience the Montana Outback while also leading the resistance against a local religious cult. Available on PC, PS4, and the Xbox One. Coming up, social media check-in. We asked you on social media at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook what video game ability you would want to have in real life. We'll talk to you about your answers when Checkpoint XP returns. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. The Overwatch League is back with the Countdown Cup, once again splitting the league into two regions for competition. It's worth noting that at the end of this tournament, there will be two more weeks of play, after which every team will have played 21 games this season. The League of Legends Summer Split will be running weekly all through the summer. You can tune in to the LCS matches starting on Fridays each week, with matches running through Sunday evening. The playoffs are slated for the end of August into September. Joining the list of canceled esports events is EVO. The tournament was supposed to be held online, but accusations of sexual abuse in the organization has led to the tournament's founder being ousted and the event being canceled this year. While the Fortnite World Cup is gone, the DreamHack Fortnite series is up and running once again. The monthly $250,000 tournament is back on as of July. For our CSGO fans, ESL is currently on break in between seasons. As of now, the ESL is scheduled to get underway once again on September 4th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we, what 
This ain't the number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and someone who's very excited to be checking out the Avengers beta this weekend. Me, James. Whoa, Campbell. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You can't assemble with just yourself. I'm joining you for that. What do you mean you're excited? Well, I'm excited to be playing the Avengers. I'm excited to have you along for the ride, who's too. Your, who's your go-to Avenger? Uh, Who are you playing? Can he be the Hulk right off the, right yes, off the top? Yes, you can. Then the Incredible Hulk, yeah, the, baby. The, the, the four you can play off the top is the Hulk, Miss Marvel, Black Widow, and Iron Man. I'm doing Miss Marvel. If we can get this guy to join us, Black Widow. Sure, why not? All right. There we go. You Black, ain't, <laughs> weird beard the Black Widow. You ain't cool enough to be Iron Man. I'm sorry. Ooh. Robbie's always, he's been burning you all always. all the show. Robbie's been burning you all the show today. Wow, Robbie. Cheaters get burnt. Well, I guess that's okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that's your payback for, for cheating last week. What common video game ability do you wish you had? Well, we asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to get to your answers in just a moment. Because first, we're going to discuss some of the abilities we would want to use. Oh, this is difficult. I have to hear what you guys go with first. Weird beard? There's there's a lot of like easy ones, I think, that like I think resaving, like being able to load a save is like a gimme. Everybody wishes they could do something like that. I, I maybe it would be the ability to like just eat something and gain a power. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know exactly what it would mean, but power-ups seemed- from food, huh? Yeah, like I like think in that- Mario, you get the mushroom and you get big. Or yeah, you get the- I think that would be the easiest the- one that wouldn't be like wouldn't get out of control too quickly. I don't know because I feel like every food would be different. So now you're experimenting with stuff, man. I don't know about that one anymore. <laughs> what, well, what food would you eat, and what power would it give you? Uh, I think. Yeah, like- I think that's the better way to go. You get to choose one food that gives you a power. Yeah, what like is every it? time you eat a taco, oh. what happens? Ooh, okay. It, um, Besides I wa- gas. I want it to be like the <laughs> Mario star. Like if I eat it. Uh, You're certain- invincible? Yes. I love oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I and I glow. It. I glow when I'm invincible. <laughs> All right, that what, would be sweet. what about you, James? For me, I'm thinking more in terms of like fast travel. I, oh, I love to be able to go good wherever. Point, It'd only take a couple but seconds. do you have to have visited there first? I, I could live with that. If I had mm. to fly on a plane to like, let's say Vegas or LA one time, but then I can just snap my yep. fingers. I'm there. That to me would be one of the coolest abilities. Uh, see, at first, I thought that mine might be something like like being able to save or respawn, but here's the issue with that. In order to do so, you probably died to begin with, and I don't know that I yeah. want to have to keep re-experiencing that. Yeah. Um, I think what would probably be the best option would be New Game Plus, essentially being reincarnated. So whenever this life or this save file is over, I get to start over again. But remember and have everything that I did in the past one. Are there wow. any superpowers that you think nobody would ever pick? Hmm. That's uh, a good question. Hmm. But I mean, having superpowers is usually a, an advantage in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, maybe. But See, I, again, I, I think the, I think the respawning thing. I don't think people aren't thinking deep enough about that because that means that you could potentially go through a horrifying death over and over and over and over and over again. That what movie did that? Uh, lots of movies have done. Yeah. That. Okay. So lots <laughs> this is also the plot in a Rick and Morty episode recently yeah. too. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I think that one nobody would ever pick, and another one I think nobody would ever pick is. Uh, I, like a super jump. Do you think that you would ever have oh, a necessity? Jumping. No, just jumping in general. Jumping I in general. There's practical uses for double No, jumps. there isn't. <laughs> when was the last time you jumped, James? Well, 
when I needed to. When, when was it? <laughs> when, when was it? it? But here's the thing. If I had the video game ability to jump or super jump, no, you wouldn't. I would use it. No, James, Do you know no, how many stairs wouldn't. I would skip? James, you get winded walking stairs. You think jumping them is going to be even easier? It's a video game ability, it's yes. Ability. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just double it's jump. still going to take core strength. Double jump. Look, I'm ju- d- double <laughs> no, jumping in my chair right That's now. That's the thing. You're going to get double jump, but you're not going to have the strength to use double jump. Whatever, Robbie. Don't tell me how to use my video game abilities. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're talking about the question we put out on social media. We wanted to know uh, if you could use or have any common video game ability and use it in real life, what ability would you choose? We just discussed what we would use in our uh, our fictitious reality if we could use these video game abilities. Now we want to talk to you about yours. And keep in mind, if you ever want to reach us, you can call us at one 833 557-0974 and respond to these social media questions or if you ever have a question, you can ask the Checkpoint XP experts your question just by leaving the message on that answering block. Let's get to a call. This is Marnie from Texas and if I could have any superpower from any video game, it would be the ability to reload my last save because I'm an unlucky person. Thanks for that call there. It's not a bad one, even though we just got done making fun of you for uh, wanting a resave. But you know what? If you're unlucky, I get it. If, uh, if we were playing Family Feud, that definitely, if somebody said, what's the number one answer, I would definitely say. Oh, ding. save scumming. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, being able to like, you know, you know, the lottery's about to come out, right? So you wait, you see what the lottery numbers are. You reload 24 hours early. Go grab yourself a ticket. You only, only have to do it one time. Yeah. All right, so here's a few other ones. Uh, Susan says, I'd like to have the ability to heal all wounds as long as I can get out of combat for three seconds. First of all, Susan, what are you doing that you have to worry about healing wounds after you get out of combat? Well, I mean, you could just, you'd, you'd never have to worry about it again. Like, I think it'd be cool because, like, when you heal in Fortnite, it's like 10 seconds of you just slapping yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you stub your toe, good. you're just like, oh, okay, let me just slap it a little slap bit. Oh, it, it's gone. Feels all better. All right, I guess it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, the Wode Raiders also said, quick save. I am so dumb all the time. <laughs> All right, Sitho says the ability to respawn further back in my current progress with my existing knowledge. So again, kind of save save scumming again. I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to save scum. Any ability to cheat the system, that's like... Second chances, man. Uh, Dominic saying new game plus, or save in multiple spots so I can reload when I do something wrong to try it again a different way. Enyo, start a new game, man. Everyone just wants... I feel like there's something there about the human condition. It's, well, it's because it's the same thing as like if somebody says, hey, pick a superpower and you don't pick time control, you're stupid. That's no, the, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, 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 because you're going to screw stuff up. The correct answer is being able to do uh, um, mind control type stuff like what uh, Professor X does. Because if you choose a straight out superpower and the government gets wind of it, they're going to be after you for the rest of your life. But if you can trick people into no longer remembering, you still get the benefits of the powers while also being a safe. I've thought about this, Weird Beard. That's why I have <laughs> I a comic podcast he's, he's and a- you don't. All right. A lot of time on his hands. <clears throat> Athene River says being able to do a task and then leveling up with instant benefits and growth. If I had an XP bar like a sim, I would be I would be the best at everything because it would drive me to yeah. have to, to, uh, to Imagine being able to cook, you know, grilled cheese 500 times in a row and now you're a sous chef. Boom. Wow. I got to cook grilled cheese and now I know how to cook anything yeah, I could ever possibly if, dream if of. If you cook it enough and grind your skill up. Absolutely. That is a great benefit. Bill here says debug mode, which would allow you to basically do whatever you want. Walk through walls, get any item. That That's not a bad one. All right, that's not bad. Sounds like something that would come from a perv. Ah, <laughs> here, Carl. Double jump. 
No, you don't, Carl. See, I don't See, know. No, no, you don't. Carl, I'm with you, Carl. Mm. The double jump could be beneficial. No, double no. jump, boys. Yeah, no double more no more stairs, shot. no more ladders. Never uh, have to need help to get stuff off the roof. You get a cat stuck in a tree, you're a hero. Uh, yeah, sure. Skulkaya says, making a lot of money by delivering stupid stuff to people three feet apart. Side I quest, I one. wish that I could do, like... I don't know. I don't want to take a full-on second job or anything anytime soon. But if somebody said, hey, you could just do, like, fetch quests Look, for a couple in people. Persona, in Persona 5, you can get multiple jobs and then decide when to show up for work. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just whenever you want. You're like, all right, tonight I have some time. I guess I'll go work. Yeah. Doesn't exist that way. Uh, Michael says, blue magic or the ability to mimic. Being able to learn something and use it at a whim or being able to just mimic anyone would be perfect. Uh, and then finally here from uh, both Omega Welltall and Adam, they both want fast travel as well. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Being able to have to go there yourself first, like, like it, it balances out, but, uh, you know, I also feel like I'd still probably... Is there any penalty to being able to do that? Like, do you... Is there anything to it as a downside to being able to fast travel? Just having to go there first, just, you know, because I mean... I maybe mean, you lose a little bit of time, you know, maybe you can fast travel, but now it's like two hours ahead of where you were just were. See, now, it's, now it's not an overpowered hours. one, all right. You know? You just not. You don't have to sit on the plane for five hours. Killer. If you enjoyed those responses, you can always include yours by commenting on our social media at Checkpoint XP. However, we do want to talk to you on the phone. Make sure you give us a, a call and talk to us at one eight three three five five seven zero nine seven four. You can even call and ask any question you feel like the experts here at Checkpoint XP are qualified to answer. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening to us on your radio station. Make sure you head on over to CheckpointXP.com. I want to give a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CheckpointXP. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the show, and we'll talk to you again on the next level.